0: Rhymes with Decora is a project of inspired media. Find us online at islefinspired.com.
1: Welcome back to Rhymes with Decora, a companion podcast project of inspired media. We appreciate you coming along for this adventure. Show number 15 is out. Show number 16 today. A very special show talking all about Nordic Fest 2022. Yes, Fest Time is here. If you're listening before, that's great. If you're catching this after, you're going to get to learn all things Nordic Fest. I have with me uh, past president Alyssa Ritter. Thanks for being here, Alyssa. And the 2022 Nordic Fest president, Brian Solberg. Welcome, guys. Thanks for being here.
0: Yeah, thanks for having us, Benji. Thanks for having us.
1: Absolutely. Uh, so, Nordic Fest, of course, is Decora's annual summer festival, as we all know. If somebody's listening out and about in the world, uh, it is worth noting that Nordic Fest started in 1967. A group of community volunteers that drove this idea forward to celebrate the community and also our Scandinavian heritage. Is that is that a fairly accurate description?
0: Yeah, I'd say so, and I'd say that that continues to be the the case too. Even here this year, we'll mark 55 years of. Celebration for the decor community.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, I guess let's start out, Alyssa. You're, you're here and talking first. You are the past president, which means you have been on the group of folks who have been helping make Nordic Fest the last few years. Is that right?
0: Correct. Yep. So the way it works with our board of uh, volunteers is that it's a pretty large group, but then we look for individuals to step forward. Uh, kind of in a three-year progression between a year as vice president, then moving on to be president, and then a year serving as past president as well. And so gaining all sorts of experiences along the way to help continue. Absolutely. Nordicast.
1: And keep that con- continuity amongst the members. So, Brian, I know you have been involved for longer than that on and off over the years, but uh,
2: I will also yep. say you have you have found yourself finally in the hot seat. Is that correct? Well, that is correct. It's like. <laughs> get started volunteering a little bit and it becomes a little more involvement a little more involvement and pretty soon there you are but again I kind of got involved with things back quite a while ago with just it and kind of running that for a period of time for the for the board but when Absolutely. Uh, when Alyssa took on as president, one of the things I agreed, you know, again, great people follow great people. So <laughs> as she was stepping forward, I said, Absolutely, I'll step right into that role and then I'll take it the next year. And she's the past president. I'm the president currently. We're just kind of following with each other and really trying to streamline things and and kind of develop some really good stuff for the fest. That is awesome. Now I know both of you
1: on a personal note as well, but just as a little quick background, Brian, you've been in Decora for years. Your other life in Decora is uh, where- absolutely. Probably- at Luther, yep, at Luther College, yep, teaching yep. It, teaching yep. at the college, yep. Yep, and you've been at Luther for gosh, how long? Thirty-two years. Thirty-two now. years. Yep, just That's finished a,
2: my thirty-second year. Yep. That is amazing.
1: So. And you, I know you've been involved in so many great things with the community over the years. So taking on this role is a is a is a great thing and an amazing way to give back to the community. And thanks for for helping make it happen, uh, Alyssa. As well, uh, you've been in Decorah now quite a few years and yeah. served
0: in different roles. Yeah, originally came to Decorah to attend Luther. Yes, and um, then over the last decade or so, I did serve. At Luther as a staff member, and then um, now have found myself into a new role, actually helping oversee visit Decora and so the tourism side of life in Decora.
1: That is amazing and a fun job. Lots of wild uh, ends and tales there to follow and, and keep up with, right?
0: Yes, so so many things. <laughs> um, but yes, like you said, lots of fun and lots of lots of crossover thoughts and marketing efforts with NordicFest as well.
1: Absolutely. So NordicFest.com, I'll also say right off the top of the bat, if you are looking for information on NordicFest, which happens the last full weekend of July every year, I think I know that at this correct. point in my life. It's <laughs> been drilled into me. Now, I was not a Nordic dancer. Hmm. I was, I grew up in Decora, but I was not one of the chosen third grade classes. Third grade, right? I think that's correct. Right. correct. Uh, but my brother was, so who was a few years older than me. So I vicariously got to live the Nordic dancer lifestyle, uh, grew growing up, which mostly meant tagging along uh, to very hot and sunny places and watching my brother and his friends (laughs) dance amongst other things, uh, which is pretty cool to think about over the time and over the years. Um, Coincidentally, it's also sort of how I got involved in being interested in audio, which is funny because at that time, the Nordic dancers, uh, they still do have their own sound system, but it was before they had an orchestra that played. And so I ended up kind of tagging along and helping out with some of the sound stuff here and there. And that was how I got interested. Uh, we are recording in downtown Decorah, where Nordic Fest will be next week, which is why you can hear a car alarm behind us. That's <laughs> not a common sound in downtown Decorah necessarily, uh, uh, but uh, here we are, and that's half the fun of being in the downtown location for us. Uh, so Nordic Fest takes quite a bit of prep, and I want to ask you guys: you know, how far ahead each year? I mean, essentially, the next year's planning is already happening mm-hmm. before the before the current fest even happens. Is that is that about accurate?
0: Accurate, I would say, in terms of as we're in the midst of getting ready for 2022, we're already making notes and and having those conversations about things that might not be possible this year, but that we want to now plan ahead for on next year. And so
1: absolutely. And of course, coming out of the pandemic times that we've had in the last couple of years, there are a couple of great new updates and changes for this year as well. Are any of those things you want to mention off the bat?
2: Yeah, the Arts and Crafts show is back. That's always been popular. So a new location uh, moving down to the VFW, a little bit closer to the just traditional fest grounds in the downtown area Um, so that'll be helpful hopefully and they'll draw draw a good crowd from there Uh, we've we've been talking with our subcommittee members there chris and linda they've got a nice group of of vendors coming Uh, they're excited about it Um, i think they the vendors are excited to get back to it as well it's been a little period of time for them it's been kind of tough and and some of them rely on this uh, for some some of their livelihood so again that's been helpful for them and a good good option to to be able to do as well downtown and, and just really short and close to the vfw right off of water Street.
1: Yeah, okay. absolutely. So that's just uh, just down from Decorah Bank, kind of on the east end of Water Street at the uh, VFW there. So that'll be the arts and crafts uh, show portion of it. And then also on the opposite end of Water Street, a couple of things. Uh, so Westerheim, of course, always has a big role in Nordic Fest, lots of things going on there. But one of the uh, most exciting changes in downtown to me is, of course, the outside campus at Westerheim, which is yeah. mostly completed at this point in Heritage yep. Park. Uh, and what will be going on at Heritage Park this year? several things, but what are a couple of the things?
0: Yeah, so uh, last year it was under construction, and so this year they are excited to have the Viking encampment back in that space along Uh, with all of their Mm -hmm. traditional um, demonstrators and, and other folks that are able to tell more about the history and heritage again of this region and also of the scandinavian countries
1: absolutely i know that when we've had family come or people with younger kids the viking encampment has end often ended up being a highlight (laughs) of the nordic fest the uh fully full-on costume dressed chain mailed sword swailing uh vikings are a a sight to behold for sure and they will be at opening ceremonies
0: as well on thursday night
1: all right, yep. and of course that happens at Courthouse Square. Correct. On Thursday night, mm-hmm. seven o'clock.
0: Uh, 645.
1: Six forty-five. Mm-hmm. Six forty-five. Six forty-five. Excellent. Uh, always entertaining as well, and lots of good stuff happening there. Um, you know, so along the way as well, there are so many things we are we can cover here about Nordic Fest. But I will also mention right away, uh, each year there are sort of a few people or a couple of people who are sort of recognized with their service to Nordic Fest, right? Uh, And so this year, I know there are are sort of um, two things to note. One is the Nordic Fest, the
2: Skull Recipient, I think it's Mm -hmm. called. Does
1: somebody want to tell me about that a little bit?
2: Yeah, a a Skull Recipient is is kind of developed out of, you know, an appreciation for somebody who's given a great deal to the Fest and its organization and, and things in general. Um, so again, uh, that, that honoree is selected from some nominations that come to the board each year. Uh, we have a great, great selection this year with Martha Griesheimer. Um, she's given a lot to the board. She's given a lot to Vesterheim in general, um, really been a big in our community. And, and again, with the heritage and things that go on uh, all year long, she was working at Vesterheim, So that, that really was her life. But she also was a significant contribution to the board and things that happened during Nordic Fest as well. So that's-
1: Absolutely, really great honor. I think for
2: a, a career just shy of two decades at Investorheim, uh, working in volunteer coordinating and many
1: things there, and so of course uh, also being very involved in the Nordic Fest board as well, and, and recognizing that that's a, a, a fantastic thing. The other group, then, uh, so the uh, grand parade, of course, happens Saturday morning, ten a.m. 10.30. 10, 10.30. Listen, yeah. I should stop saying times and let you say them. But <laughs> no. 10, 10.30 Saturday morning. People will be lined up well before 10 a.m., as we know. Uh, but right down Water Street. And as part of that parade each year, there's always a grand marshal, someone, or a group that's recognized as well. And does uh, one of you want to talk about that group this year? Okay.
0: Yeah, so this is uh, always a recognition for a group or individual that has really, really given back to the Decorah community. And so this year, a nomination came in to recognize Winnesheek County healthcare providers. And specifically for this year, uh, naming Gunderson. Health clinic, as well as Winnesheek Medical Center, Winnesheek County Public Health, and Winnesheek County Emergency Management Services, and so really reflecting on what those four entities did not only uh, prior to the pandemic, but especially during the pandemic for our community, and and really beyond that as well. And so we know Winnesheek County healthcare providers. Could be a much wider and is a much wider extensive list beyond that as well. Um, so much great service provided to our county. But again, this year specifically, we have those four entities uh, kind of yeah. lifted up a little bit and, more. And
1: what a way to recognize them I mean, here in our community in, in Northeast Iowa. Actually, one of the conversations I'm hoping to have in the future of this show is with Winnipeg Medical Center and some of the exciting things that are happening there. We are just so lucky uh, to be in a rural part of the country that has access to the healthcare that we do. You know, that's a much larger conversation that has nothing to do with Nordic Fest today, but in the way that you guys are recognizing those folks is really fantastic, and so we, we appreciate that. And that's a, What a fun tie-in for the parade as well. Yeah. A good time there. Now, the parade is always an event itself. It is a great parade. It's a long parade. There's something else that happens on Saturday morning. Well, two things, really, I can think of before the parade that are sort of annual events that people I know have... Uh, I know people who come back from Nordic Fest if only for the Evalopit. Uh And if people don't know what the
2: Evalopit is... Uh, Brian, do you want to tell us yeah uh, 5k and 15k race uh, they changed them in the past sometimes it started with a 5k very large uh, uh, registration for that particular event um starts down the front of city hall and kind of tours through some of our some of our real scenic areas in town actually on along the trail which is really kind of fun for people they're actually running through some areas that that they could go visit then afterwards if they've never done it before but many of those that that do run in it from like you're saying from year to year that come back to the fest specifically for that really know that route really well and if it changes at all they they remind you that it changed a little bit but it's it's really fun and enjoyable all ages yeah um, you know running together big huge start at the beginning that you know it feels a little bit like a marathon almost in some ways (laughs) but it's really fun to see just everybody together taking off heading to the race and some people are just walking in strollers other people are out front right there because it's competitive from the moment that you know the whistle sounds that they're able to go and they release them out the front and so again the competitive level and things vary and some people do it just strictly for the enjoyment um, of just being out outside early in the morning on saturday
1: Absolutely. I know that I have several uh, family members and other folks who come back and really that's probably one of their favorite running races anywhere simply because it is it is competitive, but it's pretty laid back, but the route is really fun and unique. Uh, it's a way for us to really showcase a lot of our outdoor resources and uh, trails and park systems here in Decorah. So it's not, not a trail run necessarily. It's not complicated in that way, but you really get to see some nice areas and get through some shady areas. Yep. Get get up a few hills here and there, but not too intense. So that's a, that's a fun one as well. Of course, Saturday morning as well, there is a, a a large pancake breakfast at the fire department as well that is a draw for a lot of people uh if you've run or not run you may be up for uh for pancakes as well and i know that's always a huge event uh before the parade and then the parade at 10 30 which is a good time really any part of water street uh you'll catch the whole thing right so find a good spot and uh and enjoy that by all means um other sporting events brian or Alyssa, that that come to the top of your mind that you really think are fun or are unique to nordic fest
0: yeah, I, I think another one worth noting, first of all, is the cantaloupe it, which is river level dependent. I will note that, yes, but good as note. long as the river is at a good level, then Friday night, uh, you can find a group and hopefully you can, uh, others can join as well to, um, compete in a short, but very fun canoe and kayak race along, along the upper Iowa, right through town. Um, otherwise Absolutely. another crowd favorite would be Saturday at three 30 this year is the lutefisk eating contest. <laughs> Ha
1: <laughs> ha. And and I, I can't I I can't fathom why anyone would want to miss the Ludafisk eating contest. Right?
0: Also, I really love that we categorize it as a sporting event. Yes.
1: I would I would absolutely yes. say it's a sporting <laughs> event. You know, in fact, I just this is I, this is not worth mentioning. I noticed a news story last week that the annual Nathan's hot dog eating contest happened at Coney Island in New York, uh, which is a fun place to visit if you've ever been. Uh, but that is a little different type of competitive eating. Ludafisk is really its own animal uh, in mm-hmm. so many ways. Yep. I have. Witnessed this contest um multiple times. Uh, and I will say it is impressive. There, there are some there's some real strategy uh, uh to this competition, but it, it's a anybody can win. It, it is not a uh, you know, training is not necessarily equal results in this sporting in this sporting competition.
0: <laughs> Agreed. And if you don't want to compete, you can still taste test afterwards. What,
1: what an offer. Right? right? Truly. I mean, I mean, and if you haven't had Ludafisk, I mean, what better place? you got to try it once. You yeah, gotta try it absolutely. once in your lifetime at I actually, I remember my grandparents, my mom's uh, folks, uh, honestly, around Christmas time, my grandma always made sure she had a, quote, good piece of lutefisk for dinner, which... Apparently does exist somewhere, but
0: I mean, I think it can be good with a lot of butter and salt. Yep. I, Maybe that is what makes it extra good. I
1: have I have heard this in the past. You never know. Uh, this is so much fun. Uh, Alyssa Ritter, past president of Nordic Fest. Brian Solberg, the 22 president of Nordic Fest here in Decor, The last full weekend of July that is coming right up here in decor for this year, 2022. Uh, you're listening to Rhymes with Decor. We're going to take a very quick break and come back and talk all things Nordic Fest. Uh, thanks for being here, and Brian. We'll be right back here on Rhymes with Decora. Rhymes with Decorah is brought to you by Impact Coffee, roasting and serving the world's finest coffees in Decorah since 2015. Visit us on Water Street, open daily for coffee and Nordic waffles, cocktails, beer, and wine every Thursday through Saturday. Download our app for quick and easy ordering and pickup. And that is the one and only Sean Brown of Impact Coffee helping bring us Rhymes with decora today. Check out Impact Coffee, Water Street, downtown Decora, an amazing space uh, amazing coffee and treats. Check them out. We appreciate their support for Rhymes with Decora, ImpactCoffee.com. My guests today, Alyssa Ritter and Brian Solberg, members of the Nordic Fest board, past president and president to be specific. Find out all things about Nordic Fest at NordicFest.com. Brian and Alyssa, one of the other things we were just talking about, lutefisk. But of course, food is a huge part of Nordic Fest. Uh, for me, particularly, uh, not being a particularly small, big uh, little kid <laughs> when I was a little kid, I remember all of the Nordic Fest food so well. And I'm not going to lie. The first thing I shouldn't even I shouldn't even send this tip out there. I'll get I'll get I'll get cut off. The first thing I do every year during Nordic Fest Thursday. If I'm out and about, is start checking. Just kinda of keep my eye down Water Street when the Varma Pulsa booth is gonna open. <laughs> because once in a while you kinda of, you get you get in early, there's no line. You get right in there and make sure you get your Varma Pulsa. <laughs> which if people don't know is a delicious uh warm potato sausage wrapped in lefsa, which is uh to me kind of the uh epicenter of, of of uh you know, Nordic fest culinary delights. Although there's lots of good treats out there, aren't there? <laughs>
2: There are there there are many. Um, I mean, you get your traditional traditional lefse, but you can get uh, you know rumagrout. You can get uh, you know all kinds of krumkaka, kringla. Rosettes. There's, there's so many delicious treats that you can really fill yourself up in a hurry. Right, just walking up and down the the main drag of uh, Water Street and just taking in all that different food. Absolutely, and of course, one of the
1: things to mention is that each one of the booths that are out on Water Street are you know a different type of uh, food that you can check out. But each one of those is also generally a nonprofit organization, correct?
0: Correct. Yeah, that is the case with all of them, and so it's a really great opportunity for these organizations to get a lot of good. Um, a lot of good recognition, but also a good chance for some of their members and kid kid participants too to be a part of Nordic Fest.
1: Absolutely, yeah. And so many groups I know that come down and man the booze and uh, work really hard in preparation for the fest, or having sourced or helped make even some of those goods that are really really fun and unique to get over over time. Uh, any any other personal favorites from either of you on that front for Nordic Fest or stories?
2: Well. My parents both came from Spring Grove, so yes. I, I grew up on all, all of those delicacies. So to, to single out any one would be rough, but Rummigrout is one of those. But again, oh, I, yeah. I, I make sure that I at least stop at each one of those booths at least once during the fest and make sure that, that I'm getting a little bit of, uh, you know, some of that great food uh, and enjoying it. So, and, but yeah. And if I recall correctly uh, via the program, the booth that serves rummagrout also serves rosettes. So yes, rosettes
1: and rummagrout, I mean, that is a, that's a breakfast to champions right there. <laughs> or a dinner of champ whatever that's a that's a championship meal right there
0: yeah whether it be <laughs> thursday night or all day friday and saturday
1: absolutely so those things are super super fun the one other thing we'll touch on of course is that um the beverage garden which has kind of moved so nordic fest headquarters we should mention kind of happen on the uh, west end of water street which is near our chamber of commerce towards the westerheim end of the street uh so chamber of commerce is also kind of headquarters information a little bit of ac if you need to get out for a second check things out does that sound right Alyssa?
0: correct along with public bathrooms that are now family friendly and so we do have changing stations available as well
1: and really cute. If you haven't seen them, yeah, we the, have the gnome s- themes that have gone in and Nissa themes that have gone in are uh, pretty spectacular.
0: They're worth the visit just for that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I couldn't agree more. But on that same block, then, uh, which is kind of right in front of Nordic Fest, uh, I'm sorry, of Vesterheim, and then the chamber is sort of the uh, beverage garden and main stage area as well, right?
0: Yeah, this was a big change uh, post-pandemic and our year off uh, last year. So last year was the first year of relocation, moving up to Westwater Street and really allowing the beverage garden to become more of a family-friendly area. And so there are both non-alcoholic and alcoholic beverages sold within that space, um, which we ask to keep within the space. But otherwise, you can come and go as you please. There's no entry fee. Uh, it is also the location of canopy number one for us. So lots yeah. of great entertainers all day long, but again, you can bring the whole family, sit down, there's lots of seating and easy access once again, to Nordic Fest headquarters, as well as all of Westerheim's activities.
1: Absolutely. It's just kind of a really fun environment. I know uh, last year I helped out a little bit down there, volunteering and it was really fun. Just the the environment is fun. Uh, it's easy to come and go. Uh, and also just a really fun place to be right downtown. And it kind of all happens is a real good, ex- some real excitement to the area, which is a lot of fun. Of course entertainment you mentioned and entertainment is also a huge part of the fest. It would be impossible I guess it wouldn't be impossible. We could spend an entire hour talking about all the performers <laughs> who come to Nordic Fest. Uh, but it's everything from the tr- the traditional, very traditional groups that we get to hear and host here in Decora to the less traditional uh, the fest, the, the Canopy number 1, the Garden Area we were just talking about hosts some of the bigger performers and more interesting things. I know Thursday night and then Thursday morning uh, Barefoot Becky and the Ivanhoe Dutchen,
0: Dutchman? Dutchman. Dutchman Dutchman. Dutchman, yes. I yeah. so don't want to get
1: it wrong uh but they're a really fun group kind of kick it kick it off family friendly probably some could be some dancing around you never know
0: yep exactly that's <laughs> yep. the hope anyway and then uh Also, back in that space Friday and then Saturday night, uh, some big headliners would include Dave Zolo and then the Pistol Whipping Party Penguins. Yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: absolutely. And for people who don't know, the name can be a little bit of a throw-off for some of us who've known them for years, but they're an amazing, young, hot bluegrass band. So they really bring a lot of the traditional strings to a little newer format, and they really know how to have fun. So
0: that's a a good good crowd. Speaking of dancing, though, Footnotes also has a couple different uh, performance times. And so, uh, again, that's our group. That's local to the cora, that gets people out and helps uh, helps you learn a lot of traditional Scandinavian dances. While Absolutely,
1: you're at it. Beth Rado, who is worth mentioning, I would love to have her on the show at some point. Beth has done an immense amount of work to carry on the traditional fiddle. Um, uh traditions of this region and especially scandinavian fiddling and sort of those things and i know just this year was doing work over at uw madison and some other things and so the footnotes beth john that crew do do an amazing job of uh of traditional uh, scandinavian dancing and you can learn as you go so check them out i think friday night there's a dance saturday evening there's some of those things check them out and that's sure. a really 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 good time those are those are always a blast as well and then up and down water street the canopies are are uh, spaced and different performers in and out of there michelle lynn who we've had on this show is going to be out is one of those people lots of folks in and out of that mix for sure so check it out uh we should also mention the nordic fest program itself is out now uh, for 2022 a week ahead of time here and that is available at the chamber office right if you'd like a paper copy paper I think copy. it's a few bucks maybe right uh,
0: paper copy and a button for five dollars
1: mm-hmm. nice otherwise it's also online you can download it for free or check it out keep it handy on your phone or your computer or wherever you're looking and it will give you the whole rundown of all the entertainment that's going on and so many so many fun things right um, I have another fun little story I want to share but I'm going to ask you guys first so you have both been involved obviously from the volunteering aspect for a long time uh, Nordic fest has been going on since roughly oh, what would we say 1967 with a real core group of folks who started it out and and over the decades, of course, um, people grow older, people go move on, things happen, and it takes a concerted effort of people to keep something like this going. Um, with that,
2: every year there's a real need for volunteers, right? Either you want to talk about that, yeah, the vol- volunteer for just. Any any event that we have, everything from LEFSA to the down the Beverage Garden and the different events and things we have going on, uh, a heavy need. It's a, it is a heavy lift for town to get everything done, and there's a lot of things going on at the same time. Um, sometimes you know one thing after another after another. But the beauty of it is, like on SignUp.com, you can you go ahead and you can pick a shift and log yourself in, and then be ready to go and, and serve for just a little while. Um, some people serve. For most of a day, other people you just bet. an hour or two. And and so it's really what you are ready and prepared to, uh, to volunteer with. And and again, we got just all the, the different entities you can see there that have needs. So you can choose what you're signing up for mm-hmm. actually. That
1: might even look like anything from maybe what volunteering a, an hour or two at the chamber office, just answering questions, talking to people, guiding them in the right direction to, let's say, the LEFSA booth. You could help sell LEFSA, mm-hmm. right? Or warm up LEFSA and right. sell it. Some mm-hmm. of those things. Keep the butter containers filled.
2: Right. Yeah. and <laughs> Make sure guard, the yeah. sugar is flowing. Yeah. (laughs) We've always got places. Yeah, everything from envelope it that needs help. You know, there's are so many areas that just need a little bit of extra help because our board is is as a volunteer board is really very busy. Um, Yes, but just one or two people for can't get the work done and and the community really steps up with that signup.com and and contributes to the fest in in whatever way they feel like they can and so that's just a really nice opportunity for everybody.
1: There's a whole online system to that if people are interested and don't know about that they could also probably just call the chamber office does that make sense?
0: Correct otherwise at nordicfest.com under volunteer we have the link for the 2022 fest. Mm
1: -hmm. what a slick system. I have to share a quick little story one of my other favorite things about Nordic Fest always growing up was Pokey Pete the, uh, the lawn the lawn garden tractor train that makes its trips (laughs) up and down Water Street. Now what's interesting, Ernest, the gentleman who started that uh, train and that business is someone that I got to do uh, I actually interviewed Ernest a couple times uh, Mr. Peterson and the last time I got to talk to him was for an article for Inspired and I went down to Cedar Falls where he was living in assisted living and actually spent some time with him and it was one of the most meaningful interviews I think I've ever done. It was incredible but he wrote me a letter that he gave me that day, I think he actually called it a poem, uh, which was amazing. And and if you didn't, if you didn't ever know this gentleman, he was a very interesting guy. He essentially like committed his life to raising money for children. He was a really unique guy. If you ever spent any time with him, his personal views were fascinating. Uh, Maybe not all, everything, whatever you'd agree with, but like he had a very clear point in life that his goal was to help kids uh he was a janitor in life he w- he refinished wood floors he'd all sorts of things and he built this train in his basement and started taking it around well pokey pete became famous in nordic fest for for local terms and then ended up donating the train to nordic fest and our lions club right uh so i'll read this real quick because he gave me this and i just it's something i keep around because i think it's really fun but he says a volunteer is an engineer with a train load of happiness a coal car filled with smiles and a caboose loaded with laughter Your trips down the track of life will always be pleasant as a whistle and dear as a bell if you are a volunteer, when all the money in the world gets spent for the good of children and only then will adults prosper." Uh, this is a guy who ended up donating hundreds of thousands of dollars to, uh, I believe it was mostly the Salvation Army, uh, United Way, a few other groups uh, in the Cedar Falls Waterloo area, and then the state of Iowa. And he was recognized for that when he was still alive, which was amazing. But the Pokey Poke <laughs> P Train still exists. He was all about volunteering um, and helping out, and I think it's just kind of a fun message along the way. So I love I love telling that story. Don Swenson, who was very involved in kind of writing a historical book about Nordic Fest, spent a lot of time with Ernest as well. Um, and I know there was a talk at one point about doing a book on him and some other things but i don't know if it ever ever happened but his story is kind of fun so i always love sharing that because it's a funny a funny part um to me for the memories of being a kid but also that uh you know volunteering is important it's what helps keep things like this going right
0: and it helps keep uh pokey pete going strong too
1: absolutely and the lions club in decora lots of folks helping out there for sure so uh just to cover the basics again are are we missing out on any big pieces yet you guys i know saturday night uh uh, fireworks of course are a a big draw to kind of cap off the saturday evening as well
0: yeah otherwise Uh, i think i would just add that you know while nordic fest is such a great celebration for those of us that live in decora there are so many individuals that are inquiring year round about coming specifically to join us in Decora for Nordic Fest as well. And I think that's a really exciting Piece of all of this is that it's such an introduction for individuals to our area that keeps them coming back again and again, or um, that they've been here before and they've heard such great things about Nordic Fest that they don't want to miss out. They w- they want to come join us for that too. And so, uh, be sure to say hello to all the new folks that join us for the weekend.
1: Absolutely, and and of course, you know this time of year is always just it's kind of a peak time to visit Decora, I always feel like you know it might get a warm a little warm during the day. You never <laughs> know. This last week's been a doozy, but uh, you know it's an amazing time to come to Decora and and check it out. Out, and it's a very appealing uh, time of year. Come run the envelope, it uh, walk through the trails, check it all out. Right, mm-hmm. <laughs> good stuff. Uh, cool. Well, Brian, and Alyssa, I can't uh, thank you both enough for being here today, and also, of course, for all of your work uh, in helping make Nordic Fest happen. Uh, I thank you both so much, and of course, we'll hopefully keep uh, connecting folks to you guys. Nordicfest.com is where to find all the information. Any other last thoughts from you guys on the on your most uh, fun memories of the fest, or what you look forward to the most?
2: I I always enjoy opening ceremonies and the Nordic dancers and, and seeing that um, watching watching them perform has always been you know really a, a fun and kind of like. Uh, the fest has begun. When when they perform an opening ceremony, okay, the, the fest is open, and it's started. And again, you get to see them through the parade and other times during the weekend, um, which is really fun. One of the things that I always used to have to take my aunts and uncles to when they'd come to town, they'd want to see the Nordic dancers, and it was my job to make sure they got to the right place at the right time. Yes. So that's always something that, that I've enjoyed, um, been, a, been a piece that I always try to take it in a little bit during the fest as best as possible. So that's kind of the thing for me that that really kicks it off and says, "Okay, the weekend is really here, and we're, and we're starting." I love that. Yeah, it's great story.
1: How about you, Alyssa? Any any favorite memories or things you look forward to every year?
0: I think, uh, like Martha, our again our school recipient had noted to me, it is so fun to just see how many people come out and about uh, back together as almost kind of a mini Decorah reunion of sorts right and especially last year after having a year off because of the pandemic it was so great to be able to come back together once again as a community and celebrate this place that we know and love as well as all of the fun traditions that come with the heritage of our area too.
1: That's awesome. Absolutely. All that fun and more. NordicFest.com. NordicFest Nordicfest happens every year, the last full weekend in July here in Decorah, Iowa. NordicFest.com. Brian, Alyssa, I can't thank you enough for being here today. We will be back with another edition of Rhymes with Decorah next time. Thanks for tuning in. You can find all the fun at Decorah.fun. We are a project of Inspired Media. I love inspired.com. If you've enjoyed the music of this podcast, it is the work of Mr. Nick Zielinski. Nick is a decoran. Nick is a drummer. He creates amazing stuff. Find him online, Instagram, at Indicative of Drumming. Thanks so much for being here. We'll catch you next time.